Jimmy. 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 We're back. It's the Unified CXM Experience, and I'm your host, Grad Khan, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler. New York Stock Exchange listed company, ticker symbol CXM. All right. So I want to talk about amnesia today. I'm going to talk about amnesia in the context of marketing. So you may have heard me tell my 50 first date story. So, so I'm going to do my 50 first date story first. Uh, and I'll just, I'm just going to level, level set that and kind of get us on the same page. And then uh, we will then uh, go, um, go from there. And I'll talk a little bit about the amnesia that we have as marketers and how deeply disturbing that is to customers. So uh, 50 First Dates is a 2004 uh, American rom-com. 2004. Wow. And it stars Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Um, and both, it was actually, I would say, um, deeply underrated um, it, it kind of, you know, it, it won some MTV awards and stuff like that, but, uh, it is a, it is a, it is a pretty amazing movie. And I, I just think that Adam Sandler at the time, and maybe even Drew Barrymore at the time, weren't taken seriously enough for the movie to be taken as seriously as it should have been, but it really was a, just an absolutely wonderful film. And so, um, I'll give you kind of a couple of quick sort of, um, just understanding of what it is, and so you'll understand it. Drew Barrymore. Uh, it's, the whole thing was shot in Oahu, Hawaii. So it's it's all it's all set in Hawaii, and um, Drew Barrymore suffers from a um, fictitious memory impairment uh, called Goldfield syndrome. Um, but it's basically similar to a short-term memory loss and uh, anterograde amnesia. Adam plays the role of Henry. He's a, a womanizing marine veter- veterinarian. And he falls for Drew Barrymore, whose name is Lucy. Uh, and then he discovers that she has this amnesia and she forgets him a day later. So every day when she wakes up, it's a new day. And so he resolves to win her over and win her every day. So every day he learns a bit more about her. And uh, it's not dissimilar from Andy McDowell. Groundhog Day. And thank you. <laughs> I'm going to stay with this though. We're not even going to edit that out. Okay, so we're not, it's not dissimilar from Annie McDowell and uh, Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. Uh, well, Bill Murray learns a bit more about her, but she never knows because you know he's going back in time over and over again. So basically, Adam Sandler learns more and more about Drew Barrymore. Uh, she every day doesn't know who he is, and it's a new first date. So 50 first dates. And it's a, a charming film and a great ending. And I'm not going to tell you any more about it. You should watch it. I feel like marketing is like that. You know, every time I walk into an Apple store, they're like, hello. Like, like they have no idea who I am. You know, I've spent millions of dollars on Apple. Millions and millions of dollars. Like legitimately, my, and literally my own money. This is money I could have like put into a cottage or I could have kept for myself. I, I bought Apple equipment to run my agency and to get computers for my employees. Like millions and millions of dollars. And I walk into an Apple store and it's like, hi, hey, Mr. I don't know who you are and welcome to the Apple store. Like just, it's crazy. I'm actually, I've got to finally get a new iPhone. So I'm going to have this experience tomorrow. I'm going to go into the Apple store tomorrow and they're going to be, hello, you know, nice to see you. What are you here for? And I'll be like, I'm here to get a new iPhone. 
you know, they don't know I've purchased every single iPhone ever made, right? From day one, standing in line on day one, purchased all of them. They're just like, I'm just Mr. Nobody walking in that store. And uh, I will say, though, on the positive side, I'm, I'm not trying to like make fun of Apple too much, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go back there a couple more times. I'm still, believe it or not, using my iPhone 10. It, this has been an amazing, amazing machine. I, the original iPhone 10, not the S. And I, I love technology. I might buy new stuff all the time. It's not like I don't buy new tech all the time, but I've just not been able to make the case to replace this phone. It's been an absolute star performer. It's been flawless. And I, I mentioned this out loud about two weeks ago, and ever since then, the batteries really run down fast. <laughs> so it is... It's finally giving up the ghost. I can't run it for more than half an hour before the battery starts to die. So I've, I've got to get a new phone now. But it has been an absolute amazing, amazing device. I'm like, I think I'm three generations behind at this point. So, um, but it's going to be it's going to be fun to uh, it's going to be fun to upgrade. But I, I I have really loved this one. It's been it's been fantastic. I'm, I'm I'm convinced that something they made a mistake on this phone and they built built it too well. Uh, it's like the car that goes 100 miles on a gallon. They usually end up, you know, taking it back. So I'm going to go in this weekend. They won't know me from Adam. And, you know, I'll be starting from scratch. And why is that? Why is it the, you know, I'll go into a clothing store. They won't know who I am, even though I may have spent tens of thousands of dollars there. Um, that's super irritating, actually. Um, I'll go into Tom Ford probably the next. I'll be in Tom Ford the next three weeks. I just had knee surgery. So I can't really try on a lot of clothes right now because I'm in a giant cast. When that cast comes off in about three weeks, I'll be at Tom Ford looking at suits. I've spent tons of money there and they're going to be like, hello, nice to meet you. I get it maybe in the physical world, but why is this also true online? Like, how is it possible that I could go to apple.com right now and they'll go, hi, grad. How can we help you? Not Grad, dude, you're still using an iPhone 10? Come on, join the party. Here's the reasons you should switch. They don't, they don't do that. Now, there is a very interesting thing on the Apple site where you can tell them what phone you have and they'll compare it to the newest models and then they'll show you what your phone has and what the new model has and what the difference will be. It's actually extremely well done. It's done very graphically. It's beautiful. It's like a, an absolutely fantastic product versus product comparison. The best thing I have ever seen from anybody. It's not those check marks and those kind of, you know, Harvey ball diagrams, none of that kind of stuff. This is like visual graphics showing you comparison over one over the other. It's very easy to tell what you're going to get when you go, when you upgrade. But you have to choose and tell them what phone you have. They know what phone I have. <laughs> like, they know this already. Like, I don't, I, what is going on? And, and you know, I go to Amazon. I kind of like was coming back. I was at um, physical therapy today. Um, uh, I had a, actually, well, I, should, I should talk about this too. I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on my knee surgery. Um, I had the most absolutely amazing experience at the hospital for special surgery here in New York. Uh, Dr. David Alchek did my knee. He, he did my left knee in February, did my right knee now. And it was, um, it was actually extraordinary. Uh, it was just an extraordinary, I like literally, it was such a good experience. And I know this sounds kind of crazy. I would do it again. 
like if David called me up and said, Hey, Greg, you know, it looks like we got to get you back in the room. Cause we, we, we forgot, you know, we left a scalpel in your knee or something like that. I'd be like, that sounds good to me. I'm ready to go. Um, really great experience. So I'll, I'll come back to that. But so, um, I was coming back from PT and, uh, uh Rob Andrews is my therapist. I'm another fantastic, fantastic service experience. Rob's incredible. Uh, anyway, so I'm coming back and I, I'm just a little tired and, uh, you know, it's like a little sore, like just, you know, I'll put that out there. <laughs> and, uh, they did like take my knee apart. Uh, and, uh, and it's been a week. So, you know, I'm still pretty early. Um, and I was like, I kind of felt like that sort of, you know, that kind of need for comfort food, but I don't really feel like eating. It was like, but that it's all, it's almost like that feeling of I need macaroni and cheese, <laughs> that sort of feeling. But I was like, what's my comfort food, my comfort brain food? That's like, what's my comfort brain food? And I thought, you know, I haven't read a comic in a long time. And I think I saw, I saw an ad. I was, it was uh, driving through Times Square. Well, not driving. I was obviously in the back of an Uber. I can't drive. Um, but I mean, I can drive. I can't, I'm not allowed to drive for like 30 days. Um, but I was in the back of an Uber and I was driving, we were driving through Times Square and there was an ad for, I think it's HBO Max. And it was for Doom Patrol, which was one of my favorite comics as a kid. Uh, it's a DC comic. It's one of my few DC comics I really like. And I thought, Doom Patrol, man, I'd love to see that. And they go, second season. I'm like, second season? I didn't even know there was a first season of Doom Patrol. So I'm thinking, oh man, I'd love to watch that. And then I was thinking, I miss comics. I miss comics and I miss comics and I miss graphic novels. I just haven't read one in a long time. And so I, so I just got on my phone while I'm bouncing around in the back of this Uber and, um, picked up a few Will Eisner's and a couple other things I'd never heard of. And it was great. And, uh, I've got a bunch of graphic novels arriving in the next few days and I'll, I'll, I'll quite enjoy reading those over the next little while. But it was a funny experience for me because I, I've been on Amazon for a really long time. Like, I'm in my second decade for sure, right? My third decade on Amazon. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm in my third decade on Amazon. Okay? Amazon literally knows the color of my underwear. <laughs> Amazon knows stuff about me that most people don't know. Amazon knows like secret stuff about me. Amazon knows like, you know, scandalous stuff about me. Amazon knows a lot of stuff about me, right? And I get in there and type in graphic novel and it, it did not... It didn't, it didn't deliver stuff to me that showed that it knowed me. I had to like search and kind of discover. And I got a great recommendation from Randy to what was the recommendation you had, Randy? It was a uh, sweet sugar? tooth, sweet, sweet tooth. I, okay. I haven't, I haven't ordered that one yet, but sweet tooth sounds really interesting. So I'm picking up recommendations from others, but what is going on? How can I be on in my third decade on Amazon and I'm still trying to like, search for stuff that make any sense to me. And, and that should be the gold standard. They definitely know what they need to know. And so I'm just like putting a challenge out there, which is why, why do we insist as an industry on doing amnesia marketing all the time? And why do we behave like a group of amnesiacs? We're like, uh, so there's probably a word that's the amnesiacs and marketing or amnesiacs and advertising or amnesiacs and personalization that somehow go together. But marketing amnesia, I'll just, just stay with that for a second. Marketing amnesia is a real problem. And the great thing about marketing amnesia is there's a cure. Kind of like where I'm going with this, actually. <laughs> 
there's a cure for marketing amnesia. The cure is unified CXM. Because in a unit, the problem with all of these things, even in a system as developed as Amazon, is that they're all siloed. And you know, even in Amazon, the teams are separate. In a unified CXM system, all the customer-facing functions are on a single platform, and there's a single customer data platform, a CDP, that tells you everything the customers purchased, plus their behaviors, kind of Google and Adobe data, plus their experience data, what you get from Sprinkler. Behaviors across social platforms, behaviors on review sites, behaviors on blogs, forums, things like Reddit, that kind of stuff. You put all that together, you get a really complete picture. And if you, if you did that for me, if Amazon said, this is what Grad's purchased, these are Grad's behaviors, and this is what Grad talks about publicly, and he types the word graphic novel into Amazon, we know exactly what to show him. We know exactly what to show him. A cure for marketing amnesia, unified CXM. I wonder who's going to do this first. Because just, just think about it for a second. Is there any aspect of your life where you go to an online retailer or a physical retailer or both and they don't behave like they've got amnesia? I don't think so. Like we are surrounded by a sea of amnesiacs. And I, I think part of the reason is that we are still carrying a broadcast mentality around. The broadcast mentality is I'm talking to anonymous people and I'm telling them what to think about me. We've got to change to a conversational mindset, which is, and if you're having a conversation with someone, gosh darn it, you need to know them. You can't have a conversation with someone who you don't, who's not responding and who you don't know. So think about the last conversation you had with a stranger. Maybe something happened. Maybe you're sitting next to each other. Today I had one at HSS. I was in the HSS West Side facility. That's where I'm going to PT. And um, you know, I, I'm you know, pretty stumpy right now. I'm like a week away. I'm week out of surgery. Well, well that's, that's not completely true. I'm, I went in on September 1st, so it's the 10th today. So I'm, I'm, I'm nine days from surgery, right? Um, just had my sutures out yesterday. Actually, that hurt like that hurt like shit. That was really hard. <laughs> it was like that was that was the one part of the experience that really hurt. Um, and uh, and I and I, but I'm like, doing pretty well actually. I got you know I got a wow from the therapist. Like I'm like um, I'm pretty strong and I'm making making a lot of progress. And I come steaming in, got my appointment, and I sort of jumped down, lay down the chair. And then person right across from me had had the exact same surgery, different doctor, but exact same surgery. And, but he was a week ahead of me. So he's two weeks on one week. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, he's sitting down as well. And so, and he looks at me and he goes, when did you have yours? And I said, you know, like last week, he's like, wow. He said, you're, uh, you're doing really well. So I don't know, I don't know what situation he was in a week ago, but he seemed pretty surprised that I was moving around and, uh, and using my leg. And, uh, and I said, yeah, it's going great and stuff. And, and um, it was funny. We suddenly had common ground. We'd both just had the same surgery. And we had a really nice conversation. We were talking there and, you know, kind of were kind of connecting. And that's what conversation requires. It requires some level of understanding. Now, I don't know what he does and who he is and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we, we had enough common ground that we could start to talk about that, talk about the doctors we had, talk about the experience we had. And, you know, he was clearly not 
in great shape and not going, it wasn't going as well for him. So, you know, I could, we were kind of, there's a little bit of that commiseration. And I told him, Hey, I done my left knee a few months ago and you know, they all go at different speeds and they're all in different ways. So just, you know, you just, you'll be okay. Like you'll get there. And, and he seemed to be like encouraged by that. Cause it was his first one. This is my one, two, three, fourth knee surgery. Uh, third one on this right leg. And I've only had one on the left leg. Let's just try to keep it there. Um, but, uh, you know, after four, you kind of, you started to get pretty like, you know, pretty experienced in knee surgeries. And so, um, so it was, it was a good conversation. It was a real conversation too. And we were, we weren't connecting at the, where do your kids go to school level? We were connecting at the thing that was relevant to the two of us. Uh, so when I go into, when I go into a store or when I go to an online property, I don't necessarily want them asking about, you know, how's my, how's my grandmother feeling? I, I don't need them to, I don't need to dig it into that. But I do want them to be able to have a relevant conversation with me about the things that they can offer and do for me. And this is where this marketing amnesia is, is a huge issue. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to sort of start a campaign, which is, you know, how do we cure marketing amnesia? And the pill is unified CXM. Yeah, I'm all about medicine right now. All right. I'll kind of use this as a kickoff and we'll, we'll come back to this a few times. I'm not going to tell the 51st date story again. So if you uh, enjoyed that, um, I'd encourage you to get the movie. If you like Hawaii, it's amazing. There's some great shots in it. Just, you know, just enjoy it. Just, it's just a wonderful, wonderful bit of fluff. That's just very, 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 very fun. And then um, we'll talk more about marketing amnesia in the next few episodes for the, um, what is this show? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Let's <laughs> do a little amnesia demonstration for the Unified CXM Experience. My name's Greg Kahn. I'm your host, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>